Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock in And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're bringing you the third and final part of the MC Detective Agency's File 1, The Case of the Deadly Dials, by Dr. Colleen Kelly. The PBS short documentary Chemistry Comic Books, featuring Dr. Colleen Kelly, has just won an Emmy Award. And now we're adapting those comics to help give you and your kids an introduction to chemistry. And you can find out more by going to kidschemicalsolutions.com. Thanks, and enjoy the show! Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Kids Chemical Solutions presents The MC Detective Agency File 1 The Case of the Deadly Dials Chapter 3 The Famous Flip-Flop Written by Colleen Kelly, PhD Adapted and produced by Eric O'Keefe Last time on the MC Detective Agency Bobby and Ray learned about the periodic table of elements from Thomas Edison himself. Then, the famous inventor escorted the kids to the U.S. Radium Corporation. Can they find the Radium Girls and help them before it is too late? 
Let's join Puppy and Ray now as they venture forth boldly on their final mission. Ray, where did you even get that pizza? Asked Poppy. Ah, uh -uh, a detective never tells, said Ray. What? A detective always tells. Telling is like their job. Then allow me to show you the false bottom of my flip-flops. You may want to hold your nose. On second thought, let's get back to the mission. Poppy and Ray were walking through a deserted courtyard outside the U.S. Radium Corporation, looking for a way into the building. As they turned a corner, they came across a pair of young adults with shoulder-length hair. One wore a pink dress with a blue bucket hat, and the other wore a brown dress with a long white scarf. They were quietly eating their lunches under a shady tree, and they appeared distraught. <laughs> you know, Poppy, one day I'll probably patent the pizza flip-flop. Maybe I'll be a famous inventor like Edison. Good for you, Ray, said Poppy as she approached the two worried-looking people, giving a friendly wave. Um, hi. Oh, hello, said the worker in the blue hat. Do you work here? No, I I'm Poppy, and this is my brother Ray. Why do you think I work here? Because you're green. Oh, we know already. Everyone here is really hung up on it. Well, we can turn ourselves a little green with the radium powder that we use from work, said the worker with the white scarf. If we get enough of the dust on us during the day, we can glow at night. And sometimes we'll coat our fingernails with the radium paint to see them glow in the dark. Just a little party trick. We're just always green, said Ray. We get it from our Granny Eve. Wait a minute, interrupted Poppy. You're the radium girls. What? My name is Catherine. And I'm Edna. We just paint glow-in-the-dark watches. We're not famous. Oh, okay, listen. You've got to stop eating your paintbrushes for lunch, okay? You sweet, strange little child. I can hardly eat a thing right now, said Catherine. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Her jaw's been hurting or something fierce, said Edna. And now she's getting a toothache, too. And what about you? Poppy asked Edna. Can you eat? Luckily, yes. But I have to use this crutch lately to help me walk. My ankle won't stop aching, said Edna. I guess we both need to drink more milk or something for stronger bones, added Catherine. Hmm, I wonder if... Poppy pulled out her periodic table of elements, unfolded it, and looked at it closely. Listeners, if you're sitting somewhere safe with your periodic table, you can follow along. Otherwise, just keep listening. That's it! cried Poppy. Oh, what's it? Edna and Catherine, do you put paintbrushes with radium paint in your mouths? Well, yeah, we have to, said Edna. It's the only way to get a point fine enough to paint the dials on the watches. Here, I'll show you, said Catherine, taking out her paintbrush and bringing it toward her mouth. Whoa, stop! No more paintbrushes, said Ray, swatting the brush out of Catherine's hand. In fact, I'm putting you both on an all-ice-cream diet. Wait. Ice cream. That's it. Ray, I said that's it five minutes ago. But I'm saying it now. Remember how Thomas told us that there were metals in ice cream? Like calcium. Yes, that's exactly what I was getting at. Catherine, Edna, 
look at this periodic table. See, you both mentioned that your bones and teeth are hurting. Well, I know that calcium helps us strengthen our bones. That's right. Uncle Sunday, uh, uh, Thomas Edison, told us that elements in the same group have the same properties. Look, calcium is here in group two, and right below calcium is radium. Maybe your body is mixing up radium for calcium, making your bones and teeth weak. And Thomas told us that radium was really, really bad. Like, totally toxic. Toxic? Our bosses told us a, a little radium was good for us. We've got to follow the data here. Are there more workers with the same symptoms as you two? A few, I think. But are you sure about all this? I'm afraid so. Every time you eat a paintbrush, uh, twirl a paintbrush in your mouth, you're eating radium. A loud bell rang out from the factory. Come on, Edna, said Catherine. Our lunchtime's over. We have to get back to work. What? No. You can't go back in there. We'll spread the word, sweetie, and start looking for other work. But we can't just walk out on our jobs. We'll be fired. Catherine and Edna turned away from Poppy and Ray, and heads down low, started walking back into the factory. We have to do something, Ray. Maybe we could start a, a protest? We could make signs that say, Stop the deadly dials and march outside the factory. Or we could go inside and tell the boss that the radium paint is hurting his workers. And maybe just tell everyone to stop eating paint as, like, a rule of thumb? Oh, yeah. Let's try that first. That's what Granny Eve told us to do. Poppy and Ray tried to follow Catherine and Edna into the building, but were stopped by a gruff security guard at the front desk. Hey, Mr. Guard, we need to speak to the boss, ASAP. I never met no ASAP. Besides, the boss don't see nobody. Uh, fine, well, I work here. Poppy lied. See, I'm green, makes sense. So let me just talk to everyone on the factory floor for a quick second. Hey, you're slightly younger than the children working at this factory. And the big guard quickly snatched up Poppy and Ray. Whoa, dude, chill out. You wanna see the boss, huh? I'll take you to see the boss. Wait. Poppy shouted toward the women starting their shifts. Stop putting those paintbrushes in your mouths. The paint is poison. But she was too far away to be heard by the radium girls as the security guard pushed them into the manager's office. What's going on here? Why are you green? Do you work here? Said the boss, a heavyset man with a mustache and brown suit. I found these two, uh, things trying to sneak into the factory. They're green, but they don't work here. We don't like creatures or things snooping around here. There have been too many reporters lately. And the security guard brought out rope to bind both Poppy and Ray to a separate wooden chair. Whoa, whoa, uh, being tied up isn't healthy for me. Just like radium isn't healthy for those girls, boss man. Everyone knows radium is good for your health, said the boss. That's not true, said Poppy, struggling against the rope. They're ingesting radium from the paint and their bones are weakening. Catherine and Edna are already sick, dude. Probably others, too. If you untie me, I can explain this using the periodic table. Nice try, but we're keeping you here. And we're not going to stop using that paint, either. 
We're making a mint on those glow-in-the-dark watches. Well, if you don't think what you're doing is unethical, then it's gotta be illegal, right? There are no laws against painting watch dials. Well, there ought to be. No one should be allowed to work with toxic stuff like radium. Yeah, so why don't you just, like, go call a lawyer and have them write some new laws and also maybe bring us some food? Not gonna happen. But I'm down to my last flip-flop pizza slice. No lawyers. Nobody is in danger here. You got it? And the boss started to walk out of the office while talking with the burly security guard. Let's lock them up here overnight, said the boss. We can deal with them in the morning. They left, locking Poppy and Ray in the office, alone and bound to their wooden chairs by rope. Well, I'm pretty sure there are laws against kidnapping, my dudes! But all they heard were two sets of footsteps walking away. Ray, we have got to get out of here, said Poppy. But Ray was already hopping vigorously and awkwardly in his rope bindings towards the boss's desk, which was covered with stacks of paper and office supplies. Maybe this guy keeps some surfboard wax in his desk. I could use it to help us slip out of these ropes. Surfboard wax hasn't been invented yet, Ray. Oh, well, what's taking Edison so long? And while Ray's search for wax was doomed from the start, he found something else in the stack of papers. Oh, Poppy, check it out! These are official reports saying that the radium in the paint is toxic. The boss was lying. That's just the evidence we need, Ray. But we've still got to get out of here. Then I hope you're ready for my next great idea. Please don't say pizza. Pizza. For the last time, Ray. I don't want your greasy, gross, flip-flop foot pizza. Oh, I think you do. And Ray slipped off his false bottom flip-flop and took out his last slice of emergency pizza. Now I'm just gonna pick up this greasy pizza slice with my toes. Please stop. And put it in your hands. Maybe we should just wait here for the kidnappers. But as Ray rubbed the greasy, disgusting pizza on Poppy's hands, they started to get slippery. Almost. Just a little more. Oh, I think I can wiggle my hand free. And just like that, Poppy's hands were loose. You did it, Ray. It was so gross. But you never gave up. People say that to me all the time. Poppy finished wiggling loose and quickly untied Ray who grabbed the top-secret reports on their way out the door. Hey, how'd you kids get loose? Shouted the security guard. Run! Screamed Poppy, and she did just that. But I forgot my false-bottom flip-flop! Leave it! Poppy had almost reached the exit when she turned on her heel and ran instead toward the factory floor. Also, we can leave my flip-flop, but we gotta go back for your thing? The boss and the security guard chased Poppy and Ray, who scrambled all over the factory as they shouted to the workers. Listen, you've got to stop working here. The radium is toxic. I'm holding the proof in my hands. You all need to see a lawyer and get those green kids and file a lawsuit against the U.S. Radium Corporation. Come here, you do. As the boss and the security guard closed in on the children, the radium girls stood angry and defiant. And you should all see a doctor ASAP, said Poppy, standing behind Edna and Catherine. Well, we don't know any doctor ASAP, said Catherine, shielding the children with her body 
But we will go see a doctor and a lawyer, as long as you kids get out of here right now. You'll do no such thing, shouted the boss, trying to push past a wall of radium girls as they guarded Poppy and Ray and helped them escape the factory. You're fired. You're all fired, shouted the boss. Wait, am I fired too? asked the security guard. <sighs> Poppy and Ray ran as far and fast as they could until they saw a strange someone riding toward them on a bicycle, wearing a long black dress with a white collar. Ray, doesn't that look like the woman in the photo we found in Granny Eve's attic? Oh yeah. Um, hi, attic lady. Nice work, mes enfants. You discovered that radium is toxic and that it interferes with calcium in bones. When I discovered radium years ago, I had no idea how dangerous it could be. Wait, I think Thomas Edison mentioned you. You must be. You've got all the proof you need to save the radium girls and change history. Monsieur Edison should be able to help you. Just get those records to him. But wait, I've got so many questions. Au revoir and good luck. You're just biking away? I am so confused! But before they could follow the mysterious woman on the bicycle, beep beep, the time-traveling taxi pulled up. Hop in, kids! You solved the mystery and learned about the periodic table of elements. And I made five bucks! But haven't we also irrevocably altered history? Hey, don't worry about it, kiddos. You can never erase the past. But you did give those radium girls the bright future they deserved on an alternate timeline. Uh-huh. A history mix, if you will. Oh, yeah, I've seen that musical. Besides, in your present, you already changed their past. Uh, in that case, we can't not help them, right? I don't know, probably. So the kids got in the time-traveling taxi, dropped off the reports to Thomas Edison, and went back to their present where Granny Eve greeted them warmly. My sweet children, you did it! You saved the flip-flop flappers! Don't you mean the radium girls? Oh, right. That's what they were called in the original timeline. But in our world, after you shut down the U.S. Radium Corporation, Thomas reopened it as the Uncle Sunday flip-flop flapperation. Wait, what? Yes, and anyone who needed work could find it, making Edison's last great invention. No, no, don't say it, Granny Eve. The false bottom flip-flop. Edison! And he used the profits from the sales of the flip-flops to give all of the flip-flop flappers a handsome settlement and pay their doctor's bills. Wow. That's really inspiring. But he stole my invention! Ray, that was more than a century ago. Maybe we can redo the whole mission, but I don't leave my flip-flop this time. I'm going to bed. Okay, I'll just quickly time travel back to the corporation and grab my flip-flop. Good night, Ray. I will never recover from Thomas Edison's betrayal. Wait, is that pizza? This file is based on the true story of the Radium Girls. In your timeline, without the help of Poppy and Ray, the Radium Girls eventually won a lawsuit that forever changed the laws about a safe working environment. 
Now, Poppy and Ray have created a new timeline where anything is possible. But for their next mission, the structure of the atom itself needs saving. Let us hope they are ready. Are you? Tune in next time for the MC Detective Agency File 2. The case of the missing model. The missing atomic model. Bon chance, mes amis. This concludes the MC Detective Agency, File 1, The Case of the Deadly Dials. Dr. Colleen Kelly has created this chemistry comic book series to help elementary school students master concepts often taught at the college level. These comic books are presented by Kids Chemical Solutions and can be found at kidschemicalsolutions.com. I hope you all enjoyed the third and final chapter of Vile 1. Next month, we'll be bringing you Vile 2, Chapter 1. And you can get ready to meet Albert Einstein himself. Or at least an alternate timeline version of Albert Einstein. That sounds entirely different. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator. Dr. Colleen Kelly of Kids Chemical Solutions. My producer, Miss Lynn. Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you STEM-loving kids at home for getting curious about the elements. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>